The Passholder Lounge is open once again, and I am so excited to welcome you in. Hello, it's me, Justin Monorail. Welcome back. I hope you're enjoying the show so far, and here it is today, episode number three. On today's episode, we've got a whole new co-host sitting in the big comfy hot seat, and that person is someone you all know and love. It's Steffers. That's right, Steffers. From Adventures with Steffers, you also hear her on Dawes Does Disney. You previously heard her on the morning monorail when we did Across the Universal with Steffers. She's all over the internet. She's on Twitch. She's on TikTok. She's on Instagram. She does all of these things. She's the hardest working creator in all of Creatorville. And somehow I managed to pin her down for a little over 30 minutes. That episode's coming right up. One thing I want to remind you of, I am on Twitter. This show, you can follow the show. It's at the PHL pod. That's right, at the PHL pod, all one word. Follow me there for all the updates and the latest on what's going on with the Passholder Lounge. For now, let's get to the show. What do you say? Episode three, Passholder Lounge. Let's do it. Crack open the beers and let's get chugging. Let's go, baby. feels weird why haven't done this with you in a very long time i'd like weird in a good way not like weird like you know it just it's like you know riding a bike i'm still kind of getting used to it i'm still a little bit wobbly but i'm figuring it out and i know i used to be good at this i think i mean i don't think you've ever gotten bad like i don't i don't think just because you took a little hiatus I think well, you kept your gears grease. Ew, I don't know if I want to say <laughs> that. That's disgusting. <laughs> I do keep some greasy gears. But, I mean, it is like, I feel like I had to knock some rust off. But I, you know, people know as they're listening to the show, I've recorded several episodes sort of out of order. So, this is actually the sixth episode that I'm recording. Um, sixth and seventh. We're going to do them both tonight. And... uh I know that as the show goes on, it's going to come. It's at some point there will be some structure and some different things that I do with it because that's how I am. But as of right now, I don't have an outline. I don't take notes. I don't do any pre work. Oh, let me tell you. And I'm not, this isn't a diss, but Adam is so cute. He asked me to be on, on his show. Yeah. Then he emailed me a cute little outline, like numbered and like indented with like the little sub things. And I thought that that was really cute because I too just don't, I don't do outline. That's oh, just, I, I used to do that. That's no, I used to do that every time. And I would make I'll myself pretty here. detailed notes with links and out bullets. Oh yeah. You do your research. I don't do that. I did all that stuff. <laughs> I wanted to be a respected news program. Um, and so, you know, that's what I was going for. I'm not really going to address the fact that you got invited to be on Adam's show because um, maybe that's a little bit of a sore spot for me um, over the years because I think you're the only person that I know that's ever been invited to be on Adam's show. And Adam has been on other people's show. I'm just saying. I don't know how you got to be the chosen one, but congratulations. I, well, okay. So yeah, congratulations to me. But also he said, and I kind of quote, no, I'm not even going to kind of quote because I don't even think I could quote him. But essentially he asked me, he was like, sorry for the short notice. He he texted me the morning of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know 
if that's because I'm top of mind because I have no life, or I was top of mind like his first choice. So I think it's really yeah, maybe a little from column A, a little from column B. I think it's mostly column A. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> And, you know, Steffers, you're everyone's what? favorite. I don't know about that. Have you, <laughs> have you, re- never mind. Let me not go into that. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. So I just want to let everyone know who has me on their show. I'm not a fan favorite. You know <laughs> just, who is a fan favorite? Who's that? That you should have on your show? The who? Lotus. She's always a fan favorite. Oh, I know. Everyone loves the Lotus. That's, that's Landon the Dawsdones mother for those of you who don't know the, the vernacular. But yeah. Um, we'll see. Maybe I will get into moms at some point. Maybe I'll have Adam's mom on the show and that'll show him. Uh, anyway, moving on. Steffers, welcome to the pass holder lounge. Open for business. Welcome for the first time of many. I hope, I hope that uh, you'll come back after this, but that remains to be seen. Um, and really, as I mentioned, this show sort of goes wherever it kind of feels like going. Do we have a structure? Not really. Do we have an idea of things we might want to talk about? Sure. Um, and also we have drinks. I'm. What are you, do you have a drink, by the way? Are you drinking something? No, because I finished my alcohol. Yes. I mean, I could get a drink. I'm going to have a Celsius oh, and a well, water in okay. my Disney cup. I did have Trulies, but low key, I, I, I really did finish those. Like, Yesterday? Um, Were you partying it up? No, it was more like there was one lonely in the fridge and I was like, I can't leave you lonely. So I drank it and then he was in the trash with the rest of them. Oh, you can't, you can't just leave one behind. That's true. That's That's what I'm saying. That's a sad story. I have a couple more of these cut waters in the refrigerator. I'm having lime right now, but my backups, and actually I'm gonna have to crack these open, are these Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi wine seltzers and they're disgusting and I've had them for a very long time because I cannot find it in my heart to finish these things. They're just not good. I, I, I thought the idea of like a rosé wine with sparkling water and natural flavor. I thought it just sounded, that sounds nice, right? You had me at rosé and then you want sparkling water. And I was like, ew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also would, would not recommend. Okay. I'm going to get some flack for this one. I do not like the bud. Is it Bud Light? Whatever the Bud yep. that makes the seltzer. Yeah, I do not like those. I will say I like Trulies better than White Claw. Okay. You guys are going to get my alcohol preferences right now. Truly, Trulies are sweeter, I think, than White Claw in my Probably. opinion. I, I was going to say that it has uh, White Claw has more of the boobies, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, and I then, like the boobies, but, you know. Yeah, sometimes it like hurts, though. Like white claws kind of <laughs> hurt spicy. when they, yeah. So that's kind of me. And I also seem to get these like weird, either the lemonades or the margaritas. And I'm like, why can't I just get the normal ones? I like the weird ones. Are, are you talking about the white claws? Uh, both. I literally both. just get the weird ones. I never just get the standard ones. Cause I'm like Instacart. Sure. Oh, I got you. Truly's are all right. That for me, I actually think they're a little too flavorful, which is a weird thing to say. I have sort of like rotated over to the cut waters, the vodka sodas, because look, I'm a guy who is okay drinking a LaCroix. And in my opinion, these, these kind of taste like LaCroix. There's not a lot of like fruit flavor to them. And I, and I feel like you can actually sort of like sense the small amount of vodka that's in these. So 
I enjoy these. Not these wine <laughs> seltzers, though. I mean, you, you lost me at seltzer water. I mean, I get that's the point of the seltzer part, but just buy the rosé at that point. Come on. Yeah, well, you know. You tried, though. I'm trying to watch my girlish figure over here. You'll be fine. So, anyway, that's what I'll be sipping on. Steffers, let me ask you this question. Do you love theme parks? Well, I'd like to say that I, I do indeed love the theme parks. I, I dabble I dabble in said theme parks as well. I mean, you don't ask a question without knowing the answer to the question. So I knew that you were going to say yes to that question. As you should. Let me ask you this question, though. Have you ever been to Carowinds? I have. Actually, yeah. when we first, well, I, when I lived in Florida, I went once. And then since I've lived in North Carolina, actually the year we moved for my birthday, went to Carowinds and I puked outside the window of Jackson's car. Jackson is my husband. That's great. Um, so I was fine. And then we were walking to the car and I also get car sick. So it was a culmination of, uh riding fun roller coasters and then the stop go yeah and then i couldn't hold it so then i <laughs> rolled down the window <laughs> and it was like on a college college like sidewalk um, it was not nice. it was not cute mm -mm. um why have you not been back was it because you puked when you left N no pure sheer laziness and also the drive i have to time it not time it right but I have to go like the right time of the week slash year. Uh -huh. um, and I just have, I decided to go to Universal or Disney. <laughs> I, you know, I get it. I get it. How far away is Carowinds from you? Uh, on a good day, less than an hour on a bad day, hour, hour and a half. Yeah. See, I feel like that's in range where you, cause I'm sure it's affordable to like go down oh, there. Oh, it is. Yeah. Comparatively, yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because I, I compare everything to the price of like doing a Disney pass or a Disney day. So I'm sure Carowinds comparatively is a is a is an affordable experience. But that's okay. We don't have to talk Carowinds because I was I was hoping maybe that at some point you you had like multiple experiences at Carowinds and we could chat about roller coasters there. I mean I had yeah. I, I went a couple times. I'm I'm you know, I dipped my toes in. I do enjoy it, and I do recommend people going to it. I just when when you weigh it on top of the parks you know and love, it it doesn't win. You just don't want to pour money into that one. You'd rather go to Universal. I get it. Um, how how does it compare? Have you been to a Six Flags? I haven't been to Six Flags Magic Mountain actually. Magic I Mountain. I honestly was going to say something else. Six <laughs> Flags Magic Mountain. Mm -hmm. Um, I, in my mind, I imagine Carowinds to be like a, a, a little step up from a Six Flags, but am I wrong? I've, I've never been there. I don't know that much about it. I would say it's a, mm, I would say that Carowinds is a step down from the one in California. I have only been to that one. Okay. But maybe I just look at California on a grander, like size grander <laughs> scale. Yeah. And Carowinds is not as like large to me. Okay, that's fair. And I think Magic Mountain tends to be, it's sort of like one of the most famous Six Flags parks. 
I think it was, I don't know this for, I'm just speaking, you know what? We're saying it on a podcast. So let's just say it's, this is true. I think Magic Mountain was like a theme park before it was ever a Six Flags. If my memory is serving me correctly, like it's, it's sort of like one of those traditional California. It's been there forever, but I don't know that to be true, but you uh, know what? We're speaking it with confidence and into existence. It's fact now. Okay. Absolute fact. Fair. I've, I've only ever been to Six Flags over Georgia in Atlanta. And so I pretty much compare every other Six Flags to that, or I just imagine that's what they're like. I mean, but. that's uh, fair to me. I associate Carowinds with like, how do I compare it? And mm, this might how be insulting I? it. I, it, I don't mean to insult it. It's more like the positive good things. But like, have you ever been to the fair or like Santa's Enchanted Forest? Oh, sure. Like I've been to. I love going fair, to a fair. An elevated fair experience with roller coasters that are like, I enjoy the themes of the roller coasters at Carowinds. Gotcha. Six Flags, I think, is just a mosh posh of like. Roller coasters are there a theme? Is there a theme? I don't. Maybe. Um, well, they they at least license DC properties for some of it because uh, you know they, they got like do. Superman yeah. and Joker rides and Batman stuff, and then they also have like Looney Tunes characters around the parks. See, I don't I don't go there and say, hey, I'm going to ride those, but that's just me. I know people do that. I, not me. Yeah, I just go. I exist. So I did some live. Uh, real-time googling here and i can confirm that magic mountain was opened formerly originally known as magic mountain and then purchased by six flags and they just decided to add six flags to the front of the name of the park so congratulations to them on that um oh wow that was in 1979 so how do i even know this about magic mountain i don't know who knows that was before my time well let's talk about things we do know about I know you're, you love Orlando theme parks, but your real passion lies with Universal. And um, let me ask you this question. If you could have one wish, this is something that comes up because I, I do a lot of Universal surveys and they, and they actually asked me this in the survey. If, the, if there's one thing you could change about the Universal parks, add to, remove, whatever, what would it be? As you can tell by my my brief pause, we did not prep, so I don't have an answer off the top of my head. I know. I want your first like gut reaction to that question. I had two, and I'm trying I'm trying to figure out if I actually want that to happen. <laughs> you gonna you gonna say it? We're my first reaction chat. was bring back Back to the Future. Oh, okay. That was my first instinct. The second instinct was to make Halloween Horror Nights both parks again. Oh, yeah. I'm down with both of those things. So if you were to suggest that to Universal, there I mean, are you saying just bring back Back to the Future the way that it was, or you want that property brought back to the park? Is that what you mean? I loved everything that the, the original ride had to offer, but I would like it to be updated not necessarily like to a different you know movie or whatever but to the screens that we like the technology yeah. that we have nowadays or just update it yeah, yeah. but i loved i love the integrity of the ride and everything yeah. the ride stood for and the love and the classic and the 
it's back to the future. So. Yeah, it's so good. I'm not going to argue with you on back to the future. I, I sometimes struggle with universal apparel. Like I like to have universal when I go to a theme park, look, I'm a nerd. What can I say? I like to wear the clothes that reflect, reflect the park that I'm going to go into. What I have found is that like with Disney parks, I have like, I've got shirts that are Epcot shirts. I have shirts that are Magic Kingdom shirts. I have shirts that are Hollywood Studio shirts. With Universal, the shirts that I wear tend to be, I have Back to the Future shirt. I have Ghostbusters shirt. You know what I mean? It's like properties, IPs that have been in the parks. I am wearing right now a Velocicoaster shirt, which I'm very proud of. I love this shirt. It's like a Ringer shirt. I know y'all can't see it, but it's I see it, and I can confirm. Yeah. And I, but I do... I wish there was some good like studios specific merch or islands of adventure merch. I feel like universal doesn't try to make that stuff look super cool. They're just like, Oh, people want to have universal logos on their clothes. Here's like the bare minimum. And, and I'm not trying to trash them. I'm just saying they don't put a lot of effort into that. And they just mo- mostly focus on, Oh, let's make some cool Harry Potter stuff. Let's make some cool Jurassic park stuff. And there, there is absolutely very cool wearable souvenirs that are like themed around that those i those ips but i don't disagree but and maybe this is just me there is this whole subtle theme park attire i don't want to say it's a genre but you know a little club of us Mm -hmm. and i like the little things like the welcome home you've arrived. Spoiler alert: If you've never ridden the ET ride, that's a quote from the ride. Welcome app. home. Exactly. You, you. I want that do, on do a shirt. Do the next part. You do the no, next no, part. No, 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 <laughs> not on, not live on the on the interwebs for everyone to hear <laughs> and say that. But um, I would like that as a shirt. The adventure begins or the adventure lives on. I would like that as a shirt. I would like that. The, the little things I do like the merch that they put on or mm. put out. I just. There's some subtle park specific things that just it's the, you know, the quotes from the mummy or stuff like that, that I would love to see. That would Dang, be that's cool. also a change or whatever you, the original question that also add that to my list. Okay. That's fair. I, um, I think where I think universal does well with their merch is their retro stuff that they put out. But like the new stuff all looks lame to me. I don't know why. And I, I'm, I'm seriously not trying to bag on them. I, I want to have a cool universal shirt, like a nice like studio shirt. I'd like to have an island shirt. And I like the idea of the adventure, you know, the adventure lives on or whatever. You know, I'm getting that way. tattooed eventually. Okay. Whenever I get another tattoo, it's not going to be for a while. I, I That's what I'm when if you look at my office, if you look at my closet, I definitely sway more towards Disney. I will say Disney decor, Disney merch just catches my eye more, but I am absolutely in love with Universal. Let that retro logo, he's wearing a hat. I'm wearing the retro a cool logo. Hat. I absolutely love it. I'm glad they brought it back. I yeah. have the like classic like license plate mm-hmm. uh, thing. I not even on my cards in my office. And then the rest of it is like Disney or like movie posters and that's about it. Universal, if you put out a line of neon, neon apparel with the retro logo, you can you'll have all my money. All of they it. They had a they had the highlighter pink tank top. Yeah, 
I know, but I actually looked at it, but I think it would have, and I, and you know what? I'm sure guys wear it and that's fine. I don't think it would have looked good on me personally. So, I mean, I have it. We could have been twins. We could have so. been twinsies. Well, I like my hat. I wear this hat all the time. I get compliments on it when I wear it to the park. So, because it's a good hat. It is the a good fanny hat. pack. Also good. The windbreaker. Yeah, the windbreaker was good. I agree with that. And the jean jacket. But who's wearing a jean jacket in a hundred degrees? How much time do you spend in the in the shops when you go in the parks? Like, are do you do you feel like? you want to get a souvenir or some sort of something to take home every time you go? Or is it like you, you are more of like a targeted, Oh, this new thing came out with ET on it. I'm going to go get that thing when I'm in the park. Like how do you, how do you approach theme park paraphernalia? Depends on when I go who I'm with type of thing. The trips that I've planned recently were for specific reasons where I knew what they were releasing. So I went ahead and like made sure I was budgeting for that. If I, the one, my next trip, it'll be a free for all. If I see something that I like kind of thing, I also try not to, unless people tag me in it or like, it's a huge like Halloween Horror Nights thing or uh, that I like, I don't really keep up with what merch excuse me, that they release. Okay. Um, you don't like merch then, spoilers. It, it's not even that. It's just, I, tr- that's how I not like, that's how I don't spend a lot of money. Okay. I try to not, yeah. I either need it for the trip to wear, or I'm going into the trip knowing that I'm purchasing that. So like yeah. for Halloween Horror Nights, I always have at least two shirts budgeted in my head because they usually do one with all the houses on the back. Yep. And then they usually, there's usually like one house specific shirt that I want. Okay. And probably sense. a mug or shirt and mug type of thing. But other than that, I, I usually don't really buy merch. I really like glassware. You know what they're doing now is there's like a whole new series of the universal like classic ride glassware. There's new versions of the, of the, of the ones, ones that, that I have. Yeah. Oh, and that's, that's not okay with me. Cause I'm going to buy all of them. Oh, I actually need to, did they already switch them out? Cause I actually needed the old back to the future one. Cause that one broke the, the back to the future one. They may still have the original, but I noticed there's a new ET one that replaced the old ET one. Oh, and it's for the anniversary. I have that one. Yeah. And then there's, I think there's a new jaws one and I think there's a new Kong one. That would not surprise me at all. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not super different, but they're different enough that they are a different glass. You can tell. And luckily I had a backup because I broke one of mine. Do you use yours or are they just on a shelf? Okay. So I did. And then I got yelled at by Skipper Bob, I'm pretty sure. And then (laughs) I started hand washing them, but then it started peeling. So I was like, I'm going to stop using these. And now all of them are in a display behind me. Yeah. Except for the back to the future one. I need to buy a new one of those, which I just messaged my friend and said, Hey, I also need this. I forgot to tell you. I think it might've been the back to the future one that I broke and I had luckily had a backup. Yeah. No, some, someone was doing the dishes and it may or may not have dropped while he was Gimli. Don't let Gimli (laughs) do the dishes. Never try not to, but you know, (laughs) can't control them these days, man. He's like, you can't stop him. He's like, I'm doing those dishes. I know how it is. I wish I had that problem in my house, actually. 
Um, <laughs> I'm the only one who does anything around these parts. But um, we've talked some merch. We've talked about your love for Universal. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what you do in terms of your uh, additions to the theme park creative uh, universe. Because you've got a podcast. You're a co-host on Dawes Does Disney. You do a blog, right? You do like all sorts of things. So how do you have the time? <laughs> You're busy. <laughs> um, it's so funny. So currently, yes, I do all of those things. And every time when I list it, it doesn't sound like a long list. When someone else lists lists it, it sounds like I don't have time to breathe. Not to mention your Twitch career. Yeah, no, that, yeah. So (laughs) I do way too much and I don't recommend. I also will say that I enjoy doing each of the things that I do, which makes it not as um, burdensome. Is that Mm -hmm. a word? We're going to make it a word if it's not. I think it is. We're going to go with it. And like my podcast, I'm doing a mini series. But like I'm about to go on vacation, so I haven't recorded, and it's an every other week thing. So spoiler alert, no, no new episode. <laughs> Whenever you're listening to this, hopefully I'm back to my normal cadence of things. But it it took me a long time to not pressure myself to force myself to put out either the content or the episode or the blogs. My blogs, I am so inconsistent about. So really, can I say I'm a blogger? I think you should. I mean, I do, but it's on I, the resume. It is on the resume. I wonder, I'm, I know creators make resumes, but what do you use them for? Like you have well, media like, kits. It's media kits. Yeah. But like, I don't, whatever. That's too much, too much for me. I just what do sit you mean? here. True or false. You have a media pass to leaky con. Okay. That's true. Okay. But you're an official media member at this point. Yeah. Partially kind of in some people's minds i'm really dillowing this and i'm so sorry but (laughs) i don't the imposter syndrome is real 10 times out of 10 so even the smallest or biggest victories in my case are hard for me to wrap my head around i get it i don't think that ever goes away by the way and i'm not I, i know that i'm not like a famous podcaster i feel like i've had my share of podcast success I mean, even at times where you feel like things are going well and you feel like you're making a good product, I don't think that you ever, you, I don't think you ever feel like you belong. Like it's just something that I honestly think it's a good thing though, because it it pushes you to try to do your best and make the best product you can. I don't disagree. I think also it's one of those things where you put your heart and soul into it. And then you finally like reap the benefits or like get some sort of recognition, but then you're also getting, you're opening yourself up more to, I don't want to sound like a downer, but like the hate of it all. So like I have people that I followed for a very long time and kind of watched them on their, you know, journey of being a successful creator and people get, uh, not nastier, but they get a little more brave because it's the internet and like right. there's no real filtering. Yeah. yeah. So then you leave yourself open to that. And it has taken me a very long time 
to be okay with putting myself on the internet, knowing that that could potentially be a problem because I used to stream on Twitch three years ago mm. and I wasn't bullied, but I wasn't, I was put in, in a situation I really wasn't comfortable with. Yeah. And so I stepped back and I like ghosted, like I, I just deleted everything, like cut ties. It was, it was a very dramatic thing on my part, but it was what helped me. I like, don't call that. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and luckily this goes to show to have a support system too, but like the people that were with me at that time, the ones that were really truly like my support system stuck around or were there when I came back. So I think that that's also something like you don't need somebody to blow smoke up your butt, but you also need someone to say like, Hey, everyone goes through this. You're not yeah. alone. We support you. You're doing great stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things I do want to do on this show as I'm having my meandering conversations with my rotating co-host is really like talk about mental health issues and things like that. Because I mean, honestly, um, at this point, you will have heard the launch episode with Landon, the Dawes, Doan and myself. And, and I talk about how for me, I considered coming back to podcasting or doing something creative multiple times, but it took a long time for me to actually go all the way through with it because I would get to a point where I was like, I'm just not there yet. I'm not there mentally. And, and it's because I know how mentally taxing it can be to be a creator, putting yourself out there. You're, you're you, this sound for people listening, they're probably like, okay, they're rolling their eyes at this point, but this is really true you put a lot of your heart and soul into these things you create. And it's very personal too. And on top of the heart and soul, it is so much time and mental energy. Yeah. It, yeah. You can be passionate about something, but someone can share that same passion as you. And it, it only clicks for one in a handful. Yeah. So it's like you have to work 10 times harder to be noticed for the thing that like you're passionate about. Yeah. Which right. a lot of people don't recognize and especially not to dis Disney people, it is very hard to be a strictly universal creator. Yes, I post Disney things, like that's just the name of the game, but if you look at my content, that is not my focus. Mm -hmm. That is usually nine times out of 10, not my focus. And it's very, very difficult and very, very like defeating yeah. a lot of the time. But it's the DMs and the comments that I get that like enable me to keep going. And like, I'm not wasting my time. Like people do see this stuff. It's a lot of brain battling, honestly, <laughs> at the end yeah, of the day. It is. But we love your heart and soul, Justin. So keep oh, it. Thank you. Keep it going. Thank you. Um, no, I just, I mean, I just think that it's important to talk about this sort of thing because, uh, so, Steffers, I don't know. I guess we've probably not ever really talked about this. Have you ever, have you ever been in like a play or a musical or like anything? Have you ever been on stage? Have you performed? No, I, well, yes, but also no. I, was in drama and TV production for all of my high school years. I 
could anchor the news. I yeah. could not perform on a stage. I was head tech for drama. So okay. I did the lighting and the sound and set design and all that. Okay. But then I was, I could be a camera person for the news, but I also was on camera reading the news. Well, so okay. That well, was then a weird thing. The, all of this applies. Cause I'm going to ask you this, my experience of being on stage when I would do shows in high school was that you would expend so much energy and emotion and, and whatever, like during the show that you would, for me, I'm going to say for me, when I would come off stage after a show, not only would I be sort of like wired, I'd have this like post-show energy that was sort of hard to shake. But the other thing is, I feel like I would also be sort of like raw emotionally. And I experience that same thing usually after podcasting. So, because I think there's some sort of like a show energy, a show mentality that you go into when you do this sort of thing. And you are putting a lot of yourself, a lot of your energy, emotion, feeling into this. You you come out the other side and you are sort of like, I don't know if it's like because you feel exposed or I, I'm not sure what it is about. Can you relate to this at all? Do you know what I'm saying? It's you, you built built yourself up and built this is for me i'm gonna go i'm gonna speak on Let's behalf of it. stuffers please but you built this thing and you at least for me as i hope that the vision and like the what i had in my head for how it was going to be portrayed to other people i hope that it translates mm. or resonates or some connects, whatever the word is, they all low key mean the same thing. But I think when you put a lot of work and time and effort into something and you try to ensure that it's the best that it can be, I it's, it's validating to know that people enjoyed the littlest thing, little, littlest thing. That's a word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so doubting my words today. And Don't I do just, it. You're saying words. You are speaking English. <laughs> I, I validate. I validate your English, Steffers. Thank you. I but I've always searched like that has always been a thing. Is is me being validated? And it could be from the smallest thing. Even today, like I will create content, and people. I'm going to give people an inside scoop into my head. But if I don't. If I not, it's not even recognition, but if I don't see either someone who's always supporting me, like say something or like, if no one is like asking me questions then I just feel like I don't, it's not good. Like it's not yeah. impactful to people. Yeah. I hear you. This is all good. This is good. I feel like this is good conversation. I feel like it's important for people really because hopefully, well, one thing I know for sure is that a portion of our audience are also creators. I think everybody in some way, it, it's whether you do podcasting, whether you do YouTube, whether you do blog or your hobbies or something else, something else creative that you do, um, you know, you question yourself. Um, sometimes you feel like you can't do that thing because of the mental space you're in. I think this is relatable. I'm just going to convince myself this is relatable to people that are listening um, and just so you know, you're not alone and you do, I think when you're in those times, you rely on the people that are there, your support system, the people that do build you up and it, by the way, it's okay to take a break from things and step away because at the, 
at the end of the day, your mental health is more important than anything else. Um, but well, anything you, you don't owe anything to anybody, um, aside from yourself and your loved ones. And that's really it. So, um, Preach. that's what I would say. That's, that is my button that I'm putting on this, this particular conversation. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I feel like this is a natural spot to sort of end today's episode. So we're going to do that. Steffers, you're going to be back with us really, really soon. And here's two things for those who want to hear Steffers really give you the insights that you need on universal and all things Steffers as well. Next episode, we're going to talk ET and we're going to talk universal lounges where to get some drinks because I need the help and universal. Um, right now I get lost when I get in there. I don't know where to go. Steffers is going to help me with that. So join us next time until then Steffers, please tell people where they can find you on the internet and your lovely Steffers content. I had to clear my throat for this long list of things. I'm about to rattle off. All right. So you can catch me at adventures with Steffers on Instagram and TikTok. You can catch me adventures with Steffers podcast on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and probably a bunch of other platforms that I don't know about, but Google likes to put my stuff in other places. You can find me, on uh, adventureswithstuffers.com, my blog, to read things that I verbally tell you, but then inevitably you forget, so you need to reference a thing, and that's the thing you reference. You can also tweet at me, AsianZing95, maybe on Twitter sometimes. I mostly just retweet news or say random things that no one cares about and you can find Same. me live <laughs> you can find me live on the internet uh to play games typically it's it's shooting people not real people but you know the the internet gaming people uh twitch.tv slash asian zing 95 and then uh, if you like some fall guys i've been playing some fall guys and they're cute little bean little people and, and you run through obstacle courses and it's just really cute and i fail so it's even cuter <laughs> Steffers, everything you do is cute. Hey. <laughs> Have you seen me curse like a sailor? Because that's not cute. It's cute when you do it. <laughs> okay, sure. Sure. All right, pass holders. I'm raising my disgusting Woodbridge wine seltzer to you, and I'm toasting you, and I hope that you are taking care of your own mental health, and I hope you are enjoying your week. Thank you so much for listening once again. Please come back next time, and until then... We'll see you in the lounge. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Dag nabbit, I think we've done it again. That certainly sounded like an episode of the Passholder Lounge podcast to me. Thank you all so much for joining me once again. And thanks one more time to... Steffers. Everybody loves Steffers. Don't call her Stephanie. Call her Steffers. Thank you, Steffers. You're the best. And we got more content coming at you from Steffers. She gave you all of her stuff, all her plugs. Go check her out on all of those things. But she will be back here soon in the Passholder Lounge. Until then, please make sure you're following me on Twitter at the PHL Pod. And I'm sure by now we're up and running on Apple, on iTunes, on Google Podcast, whatever they're doing now, Stitcher, all the things. Look for me there. And if you can rate and review the show, please do so. It really helps with our visibility. 
Five stars, please. Five stars. If you have if you have constructive criticism, I would prefer you email that to me or send me a message on Twitter. If it's just like, hey, you were wrong about something on this episode. Now, if you flat out don't like it, that's another story. But just move on. Go listen to something else. For those of you who plan on coming back, I can't wait to see you again. This is so much fun doing this. I hope you're having fun listening. I am raising my glass to you once again, and I say cheers, pass holders. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. This is the last call for alcohol. Get going. Drink up, drink up, drink up, then order.